Hi, this is Alyssa McNamara-Reed, and I will be your host for the next two hours. Allow me to introduce myself. I am a certified financial planner practitioner and an investment advisor. I am co-owner of McNamara Financial Services, Inc. in Marshfield, Massachusetts. McNamara Financial is a federally registered investment advisor, and by my definition anyway, is a true family business. We work with clients like you every day, regular people that need help making sound financial decisions or people that want one less thing to worry about. I work with clients for a fee based on assets that I manage or an hourly or flat fee for creating financial plans. I am not compensated via commissions unless I have the pleasure of helping someone with their insurance needs. There are some things worth paying for and perhaps a lifetime of financial security is one of them. I of course cannot guarantee that working with me will ensure a secure financial future. McNamara on Money has been a call-in talk radio show since 1990. I love hearing from listeners and there truly are no dumb questions. In fact, I like the simple questions because everyone should have the answer to those. Just don't call me asking for the next hot investment or which market is going to outperform this year. Number one, that's not the nature of this show. And number two, I have no idea. Any advice I give to a caller is meant to be generic in nature and should be verified with his or her own financial professionals. You will hear about a variety of topics on this show that relate to investments and personal finance. We try to cover topics that people can relate to regardless of their net worth or financial situation. And of course, we try to keep it interesting. I would crunch numbers for two hours or spreadsheet cash flows because I'm a total math nerd, but that wouldn't much make for good radio. Instead, I choose to educate people on topics surrounding big financial events in life, like marriage and divorce, kids in college, death of a loved one, career changes, and of course, retirement. I once heard that it is a smart man that knows what he doesn't know. I'm sure it was my dad that said that, and I'm also sure that it applies to women. That is why I invite guests onto my show that have expertise in different areas also related to personal finance. I feel it's important to note that the opinions of these professionals are not necessarily the opinions of McNamara Financial or any of its advisors. As long as we are on the subject of disclosure, I should note that while we may discuss investments and or markets on this show that past performance is not indicative of future results. Thanks for tuning in. And you are listening to McNamara on Money. This is a call-in talk show, so please give us a call at 781-837-4900. Okay, so relative to what you were just... (laughs) Relative to how much you want to earn versus what you need to earn, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's, here's, I think, something that relates to that, and that is how long will my money last? Well, right now I don't have a clue, but if we spend a few more hours together, I could probably give you a good guess, okay? Uh, That's my official answer here, professionally speaking, okay? So um, that is a question that we get, obviously, when people are starting to think about retirement or they are retired, okay? And that's a really good question, actually, okay? Uh, So the answer to that... um, well, let, let's let's do the funny one first. Okay, so the folks that I meet that we that are prospective clients that don't have a clue about what we're up to here, sort of a thing. Um, one of the first uh, this is a related question. To that one of the okay. fir- first questions they'll ask is, so how much do I need? What's my number? You know how how, how okay. big how big. I, you know, I think I need a million dollars to live happily ever after, or two million. They might have a number nine. Okay. Or, and, and, and so the question is, like, what's my number? What do I need to be okay with my number? R- related question. Okay. Okay. Uh, and, and 
you know, I've got I've got a, a million and a half dollars right now. I think I'm pretty good, and I'm retiring in ten years. But what what number do I need to be okay? Which is another way of asking. Yeah. How long is my money going to yeah. last? Okay. I don't know. Okay, because how big your number is is only one half of the problem, or, or, or one half of the issue. The other half of the issue is how much you're going to take from your number on a yearly basis. Mm-hmm. Okay, we, we have folks with seven-figure portfolios taking out two or three or $400,000 a year. They might not be in, like, too good of a shape. We have a bunch of folks who are north of 70 and a half are forced to take money out of retirement plans that they don't need, and they're ripped that they got to take taxes out, that they don't <laughs> money out and pay taxes. And by the way, a bunch of those folks might have $100,000 or 200 in a portfolio, and they're in terrific shape. Okay, so you, you got to ask two questions. You know, okay. how much does my pot have to be to, sa- to satisfy how much effort I'm going to take? So I don't know the answer to how long your money's going to last until I know how much you're going to take from it and often. So what your expenses are, okay? So that's the beauty of putting on the old... F- so I can answer that question, Mr. and Mrs. Perspective Client, okay? We, we need to do this little old plan here, and I'll make some guesses about what you can earn on your money, but you kind of need to tell me uh, what you're going to spend on your money, and we'll match up basically those two and see how the math works. Okay? Uh, so so a- another, another comment about that is that if you look across this country... How, uh, it, it, right now, if you had a 60-40 stock and bond portfolio, just as an example, the dividends and the interest that it would be produced by that portfolio right now, yeah, maybe two and a half. Well, they'd be from two to three percent, depending on how you mixed up stuff. Okay, so this is real live dividends from stocks, interest and bond. Yeah, let's call it three percent, folks. I, I'm, I'm looking for a number. Might be two and a half, by the way. But so, if if you look, if your pot spits off 3% in dependable income. In interest and dividends, they, they don't change a whole lot or rapidly over time. If, you, if what you need to take is 3% or less than how big that pot is, you're golden. Your money lasts forever, and by the way, while you're taking the money out of there, it's going to get bigger because you didn't have to take any more than just the natural ability of that stuff to produce income and dividends. How many people do you think we know take out more than 3% of their retirement oh, plan? Probably <laughs> oh, 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 probably a lot. Oh, probably a lot. Well, wait a minute. Where's the rest of that money coming from? Okay, the rest of that money come, is coming from the hoped-for growth in yeah. the stock values of your portfolio. When, when I was talking about that 5 to 7% return, okay, hopefully not guaranteed. Let's use the 6 just as a, okay, okay if, you're, if you can earn 6 but the dividends and interest are only three. I, I guess it grew three. Okay, so so that so <clears throat> if you have to take from your pot more than the naturally occurring dividends and interest, and that's wherever the world is these days, two to three percent on that portfolio. I guess you have to have a return bigger than two or three percent to make that okay. Okay, if the return from the portfolio was an av- average six. I could have a whole show. You can go broke averaging six on your money. You can also get extremely wealthy averaging six on your money. I have a whole show about that. But if you could average six and you're taking three, I think your money's going to last like a long time. Okay? If you can average six and you're taking eight, 
then we have to start making some guesses about how long that disappears from sort of a thing. Okay, one of the points I want to make here is that the vast majority of people in this country and a significant portion of the clients that we work with have to spend more than the interest that they're going to earn in their retirement plan to be okay. Okay, and sometimes that's not enough. Okay, sometimes you might have to spend what's in your home to get there sort of a thing. Okay, so so if you... That said, you know, how long is it going to last? I don't know, but we can make some guesses about that, some very good ones with the software and the logarithms that are around to kind of give people an idea about that. And by the way, that, that's what we do when it comes to that plan. We, when we ultimately push the button after we gather a whole bunch of data and make a whole bunch of talk to people, let's, let's see how this looks. When we push that button and we get this percentage result, you know, it's, uh, it's 91%. Okay, well, that's a that's a happy result, and and okay, those people are probably going to be just fine. And one of the other things we do is we'll say, well, yeah, your odds are ninety one percent. So, out of a thousand different possible investment scenarios throughout the rest of your life, you know, if if markets of the world tank for the next five years, you know, your odds of success aren't as good as if they are scroll through to the moon. So we take that into consideration when we make our guess about how long your money works. When you get that number, okay, it's a pretty good number and people feel pretty good about that, okay? Uh, and then we'll take it a little bit further. And oh yeah, by the way, there's about a 50% chance you leave your kids this much money. Okay, there's about a 90% chance you leave them that much money. And, and whatever. So we kind of give an idea of people how much is left over, okay? Well, sometimes they consume all of their financial assets to be okay. Then we get this, like, you know, what, what am I going to do next? And then you have to go spend your house to make it work. Oh, okay. so, so so everybody, no, I would say, baby, okay, the, this, the vast majority of folks who are retired, who are taking money out of their portfolios, are taking more than just the dividends and interest created. Translation, you better have some growth in your portfolio equals stock ownership, whether you like it or not. Okay, that rate of disappearance depends yeah. on obviously what you earn sort of a thing. So, so I, we can answer that question. Okay, or no, let me put it this way. We can give people a really, really, really good guess as an answer to that question. Okay, and if the answer is not good, that implies they got to do some more work to be okay. What's that mean? Work longer, spend less, okay, or save more, kind of given the circumstances. Okay, so, so how long is it going to last? I don't know, but I can give you a pretty good idea and we can kind of go from there. Okay? By the way, uh, we did the announcements the last break. I forget. We didn't. Do them one we more didn't. time. We didn't. Yeah, okay. We didn't. Yeah. Next week's program, McNamara on Money, will be entitled, What is My Investment Strategy? And it'll be an explanation on how to achieve one or more of your goals under conditions of uncertainty. And Michael and Justin will be discussing various investment strategies. Maybe you'll get to see your grandkids next Saturday morning here if he trips on down. We'll see oh, how that goes, huh? I hope so. Hey, bring those, bring those kids. Okay, bring them. We can have some fun. Alrighty. Okay, and uh, we appreciate our listeners every week, and a lot goes into choosing the topics that they're that um, Michael or Alyssa or Kirk are going to cover. But they would also love your help and want to hear from their listening audience about topics that you might like to hear covered on this show. 
So you can call Mary Beth at McNamara Financial, 781-834-2010, or email McNamaraFinancial.com with your suggestions. And they would love to hear what you have to say. Uh, by the way, before you ask me the next loaded question here, I want to yes. do a macroeconomic summary. So folks, if you yes, just turned do. in, okay, here's the deal. Okay, over the last hour and 45 minutes, these are the four important things that you should understand. Number one, believe in capitalism and invest in companies. That's less scary than saying mm -hmm. stocks. Number two, diversify the different kinds of stocks and bond investments you have in your portfolio because you ain't smart enough to pick one. Okay, rebalance to take advantage of what's going on in that portfolio. And by the way, this is the most important one. Have, right. a, have a plan. Have a plan. Have a comprehensive, detailed, financial, written financial plan with goals and objectives. And check on it once in a while to see how you're doing. Okay. All right. And I'm counting on you to do that. Well, you just <laughs> told me I had to work forever. That's our plan, right? So, hey, no problem. Okay. Well, it gets you out of the house, you know? It keeps your brain in. So, yeah. I, Besides, I, I love this. I so, why would you want to start I understand. This? I think I, so, so, our retirement plan is for me to work until, okay. I, until I can't. Okay. I, hey, all right. <laughs> I'm okay with I that. I and the other here retired seven or eight <laughs> years ago. <laughs> well, as long as I work seven months a year, okay. I can deal with that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Go. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, I'm really in a quandary here because I think <laughs> that's there's a couple unusual. of okay. loaded questions loaded here, question. and there's only 15 uh -huh. minutes Well, to hey, go, prioritize. So I don't know. Prioritize. Um, okay, there's an annuity. I'm, uh -huh. I'm Mr. McMahon. I just oh. walked into your office. There's yeah. an annuity that will guarantee me six percent yeah. per year income. What Hol do you think about that? Holy moly! Hi, okay, yeah, you're right. That is loaded. <laughs> I need, I need three more hours. I know. Okay. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Let's think about this. All right. First of all, um, let's talk about one of the words in that question. It's called guarantee. Okay. Okay. So, at the risk of being outrageous, okay, folks, anytime uh, you own a guaranteed investment, I will personally guarantee you won't make any real money on it. Okay. What's real money? Oh, Okay. Okay, real money is what's left after you pay taxes and adjust for inflation on your investment return. Okay, so case in point, right now you can go out and buy a fully guaranteed United States 10-year treasury bond. I think it's about two and a quarter percent, folks, plus or minus. Don't hold me to that, but maybe, no, it's about 2.6. Anyway, let's call it two and a half. I'm making up a number here, okay? So you can get a, that's close. Uh, you can get a guaranteed. I said, okay. I said the G word. And that's an investor's most comfortable and most dangerous word, by the way. You get a guaranteed two and a half percent return for the next 10 years. You know, pretend it's a CD and they give you back your 10,000 bucks at the end of 10 years, okay? So let's see. Two and a half percent minus uh, twenty or twenty-five percent in taxes. Okay, <laughs> twenty percent of two and a half is a half. So two and a half minus taxes is two. Okay, what do you want to assume inflation averages for the next ten years? Pick a number. I don't know. Two, okay. two and a half, three percent. I don't know. Okay, if if inflation averages three percent, and you only got two percent left after your money, how you doing? Yeah. Not well. Okay. So, so the folks, a couple of different ways to say this. The only way that you ever get wealthier 
is to make more than taxes and inflation take away from you. Okay, if you have an investment that you get a, only a little tiny bit or or zero or lose a little bit, okay, uh, and that's what I'm saying. Guaranteed investments generally okay. do. So for okay. those for those T bills or something, you're talking about like holding money. You're okay. not not really investing it. You no, just, no, it's people, a holding pe money. No, people would call that investment money. Oh, okay, okay. So, yeah, that's a good question. No. no. No, people call that an investment. It is an investment, but it's just not a very good one. Okay, so, 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 so the, the point is, okay. okay you, by the way, uh, so guaranteed, in my mean, my my meaning means, you don't keep very much, if anything, after okay. taxes and inflation when you factor those in, and nobody does. So that's a what's your what's your definition of rich of risk, losing my money. Well, my definition of risk is inflation and taxes, and I want to worry about that more. And I think that's a bigger risk okay. than losing your money tomorrow afternoon. Okay, sort okay. of a thing. So, so anyway, so, so with guarantees comes no earnings of any consequence. Maybe a little bit from time to time, but not much. And you can go back over history and look up through that through yesterday, folks, to kind of see where that goes. And end of story. You need some of those great old non-guaranteed investments that'll hopefully grow their earnings and become worth more in value over time where you actually gain you know, wealth. That's how you become wealthier. Okay, so, so you're not a guaranteed investment like an annuity yeah. isn't isn't taking advantage of, like, say, the stock market's rising, you're making more, well, or Well, now we've got to get into the, the annuity part of this. So that's a whole separate discussion. So, 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 when it, so the, before we leave, so folks, whenever you hear the G word, I think you should be a little concerned. Okay. In your mind, it's comfortable, but the risk that you chose to run was inflation and taxes. If you do that, okay. You know, you know, if you want to bet on losing all your money, or bet on having inflation, or bet on taxes, where do you want to place your money on? Pretty much sure things, in mm. inflation <laughs> and taxes, right? You lose your money, nah, it might go down in value for a while, but uh, so, okay. You know, math says now, now, annuities come in all kinds of flavors. Okay, and when the world comes to an end, the advertising comes out of the, well, hey, you should have had your money in these guaranteed investments when we give you this much money right now. Again, this is looking backwards yeah. with what happened to invest going forwards, okay, in terms of how that's going to work. So, yeah, that's, that's when they, they come out of the woodwork, okay. The, so, second, so that's annuities that look like CDs, where they guarantee rates of return. They're okay. called fixed annuities, mm -hmm. okay. Different one, like bond annuities, if you want to describe that. Yeah. Okay, there are annuities that have stock and bond investments wrapped inside of them. Those are called variable annuities. Uh, they're very expensive. Uh, they should not be in retirement plans. Uh, and if you and when you said I get my guaranteed six percent income from that portfolio, it's not income. Okay, um, I, 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 it would take too long to explain. Okay, okay uh, but but there are when you ask that question, they keep score in that guaranteed six percent on your money return. Here's how they keep score. Okay, okay. They'll send you 6% of whatever your account value is worth, okay, when you start collecting that money, okay? And they promise to do that until you die, which is very comfortable, okay? So that's that's one, okay. one column. The other column is you really have X amount of dollars in that portfolio that's generating that money, 
And the insurance company basically says, if it goes below zero, we'll keep paying you money. Okay. 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 In order, if you had your own pot of money, okay, and invested it, then the question would be, how much do you have to earn to be like in the same place? And it ain't much. Okay. Okay. And so my point is that you pay dearly for that guarantee and, oh, by the way, they'll be handing you back your capital to make that work. Okay, if, if, the, if, if this thing is earning three in real money and paying you six, you'll never run out of money. But, by the way, they'll be paying you back. So you're eating into your capital in this just like you're eating into your capital in your investment portfolio. It's the same thing. But when you take away the cost, oh, I'm sorry, when you add in the cost of owning that annuity box, you should be playing that game yourself. That's okay. what I would say. That, that That's... Yeah. As much as okay. I can do here without spending three more years on this topic here. So let's okay. try to skip along I told here. you it was a little. Yeah, yeah it <laughs> is a little. And I get emotional. <laughs> I okay, know. okay. Uh, there, there is a place for fixed and variable annuities in some people's portfolios for some of your money. But most folks should be uh, doing other things. How's okay. that for a generic commentary? Okay. okay, okay. All right. Now... Can you buy me ask, some... Ask me an easy one, will you? Okay. okay yeah. Can you buy me some Facebook stock? <laughs> well, sure, dear. Anything else? Yes, dear. Anything else I can do for you? Okay. There you go. Okay. Uh, oh, I love that question. So, um, first of all, didn't you listen to me when I told you that buying individual <laughs> stocks is a fool's game and you don't have enough diversification? Oh, did, right. did you yes. remember that discussion? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, so, so first commentary is owning one stock is a whole lot more scary than owning 500. Okay. Indeed. Okay. If you own one stock and it goes to zero, as long as you can afford it going to zero, I guess you'll be okay. If you can't afford it going to zero, it went to zero. Okay. If you own 500 stocks and 10 went to zero tomorrow afternoon, you wouldn't know about it. Okay, sort of a thing. So, so the catastrophic risk of owning an individual stock is default, bankruptcy, out of business, zero. Nada, zip, zilch, nothing. That's okay. the catastrophic risk in owning stocks. How do you protect against that? Piece of cake, buy a boatload of them, okay? All right. Oh, by the way, you told me I shouldn't have bought Facebook, or went up 400%, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> you told me you bought, bought Facebook, it went down 30%. Thank you. I don't care. Okay. If you want to do that, okay, okay, if you have a whole lot of money with McNamara Financial, I'll say, okay, I'm gonna, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to set up a little Miss Pamela account. I'm going to put some money over in that account. We're going to humor you and let you buy Facebook because we got most of your serious money over here. So we'll humor you about that. And then however that does, we can figure that out forever. So the answer is yes, dear, we'll do that, okay? Most of the time, I will discourage folks from doing that. Some of the time, I will say, if you'd like to do that, why don't you do that with some of your own money someplace, and I just want to manage your serious money. If you wait long enough, I'm probably going to look reasonably intelligent, and they're going to figure out that owning individual stocks is a zero-sum game for most people. Because, by the way... If Facebook goes down, they're going to sell it before it goes back up again, if it ever goes back up again, oh, okay. sort of a thing. And if Facebook goes way up, they might sneak some more money into their own account just before it crashes and burns the next time around, sort of a thing. So owning individual stocks is risky. Only do so with the money that you can afford in your life to go to zero. And if you can do that, good luck to you. Have a nice one. I'd like to talk to you about your serious money. Your serious money. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, there was a... One of the questions on here was about, I'd like to take a little bit of my money uh, and 
do some gambling with it. Okay. So basically, I think if you're buying an individual stock, there, you're there, gambling there, with your money. There you go. By the way, I have no no names will ever be issued here, but I have a, a client, a couple of clients who you, you know that we they're just the greatest couple ever. They're fun to be with, and they're just a, a bunch of a couple of characters. Okay, and they're just good people. Uh, and the, the he has had his own little stock trading account for about 10 years. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, and the he has been dramatically underperforming the boring old <laughs> <laughs> McNamara financial portfolio for a bunch of years. And I love the meeting because I just bust his chops every year about what's going on. And I produce exact rates of return. It's over in a separate account. We're not keeping that money yeah. in, in Mikey's money side of the coin here. But it's, it, he can afford to lose some money. He's and, playing and, with it. And it yeah, he's playing with it. And, and by the way, he caved last year and said, I'm done. Okay, so, <laughs> so most people will probably lose at that game sooner or later. But just play with it with money you can afford to lose, folks. Ser seriously. Okay. okay. If you, by the way... If people ask me that and like to do their own stuff there, they're generally probably not going to be good clients or probably won't last long because if they get successful, they'll just take oh, their own okay. money. Yeah, so I always get a little nervous when somebody does that, but yeah. that's okay. Yes. Yeah. Go from there. Okay, we got time for one more quickie maybe, Tim? Pretty close? Okay, make it. Uh, I don't want to oh. say that the wrong way, so fire away. Oh, okay. Congress needs to get its act together before I invest. Okay. What do you think about that? You'll be waiting a long time. That's I what think I that, think. I think that whatever Congress will do or has done, the 500 biggest companies in America have figured out how to deal with that. Okay. And so I would say yeah. it is absolutely immaterial what Congress does. Okay. Because, okay, capitalists will figure out how to make the best of whatever the heck they're doing this week. Okay. That goes back to capitalism and companies dealing with all kinds of, you know, environments to survive. And yep, some of them won't survive, folks, but if you have 500 of them, it'll probably be okay. All right? Is this, this investment stuff simple or what? I mean, it's really it's not that complicated. <laughs> well, right? you, have okay. a, a, you have a way about you of explaining it, so it's good. All right, we got time for um, one more quick one or what? Or not? I don't know. No, yeah. maybe you want to just recap. Oh, wait, how about we recap? Thank you. That's a, that's a great, great idea. It's okay, nice. so folks... If you just tuned in, here's the deal. Please believe in the future of capitalism. and Worldwide capitalism. Wor worldwide capitalism. Thank you. Okay. And if you're well diversified, you probably have three or 4,000 stocks, or I'm sorry, companies throughout the world in your portfolio. And all you want to do is kind of hope they, most of them make more money over the next few years and give them a chance to do that. So believe in capitalism and have a good time frame. Diversify your different kinds of stocks and bonds because you're not smart enough to know which one's going to work and when. Okay. Rebalance. And if you didn't know what that means, haha, you might have to call us and talk mm -hmm. with us. Okay. And oh, by the way, and this is the most important one. We just talked about your money with those three pieces. I'm talking about your life now. Have a financial plan. That certainly involves managing your money, but <clears throat> it involves managing a few other financial areas of your life, hopefully with good success. I think it's time to go, folks. And so, uh, again, uh, thank you for... Was this fun or what? I, we should, it, you know, it we, was We it should was do fun. this more often. We should. Okay, we should do this more often. Okay, folks, my name's Mike McNamara. And uh, again, thank you to my bride, Pamela, of low these many years for keeping me company this morning. Uh, have a great week. Uh, have a great day, folks. And uh, we'll talk to you next week on your investment strategy. So see you later. Justin.